welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is Sarah Hardunger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. And this is the first episode, if you're living in the U.S., coming back after Thanksgiving. I am having to record it a little bit ahead of time due to some production, I don't want to say bottlenecks, but preparation we have to do. So this one's going to be a little bit of a short one as you're getting back into the groove after the holidays. I'm sure everyone is at the point where they're probably tired of hearing me do planner reviews for 2022. I know that many of the planner heads who listen to this podcast already have their systems up and running. So we'll take a little bit of a break from that. Although the two Q&As that I got this week did relate specifically to some planner recommendations. So I guess I won't be leaving that topic entirely behind. So I hope as everybody has had a wonderful Thanksgiving, if you live in the U.S., or I guess Canada had their Thanksgiving the week prior, you're now headed into the last month of the year with lots of holiday events to look forward to, as well as getting your 2022 together. So we will start by sharing some kind of forward-looking questions. The first one comes from Megan. She writes, do you have any ideas for a mental health and wellness journal? I would like to track my sleep mood, a brief description of food intake, not measurements and not as detailed as my fitness pal, just like yogurt, banana, etc. So a blank space for food monitoring and intake would be ideal. I'd also love a space for gratitude, something we're all thinking about post-Thanksgiving, and habit trackers. I'm not consistent with bullet journaling, and I find if I preprint self-made daily templates to glue into my journal, it makes the journal super bulky and fat, as there are twice as many pages because I glue in the template pages. Bonus points if you can find all of the above, plus a spot to record a brief description of exercise and a spot to record water intake, though I recently found a water intake app that I love, so the exercise and water intake sections are a bonus for me. I don't care how many days it has to be, whether it's quarterly or less or more, and I can always reorder when I'm out. And I'm not looking for a planner aspect, mostly just a way to track and keep on top of my self-care and wellness. And I don't need a spot for goals either. I'm not a big goals person. All right. I love this question because I think this is a really fun idea. I shared my prior idea of perhaps repurposing a Hobonichi Weeks to be a wellness journal. I do think that the layout does lend itself, but it would mean that you'd have to do a lot of your own writing or pasting it of templates, as she says, which she doesn't want to do. So I'm not going to offer that as an option here. What I'm thinking might be a really good pick for her would be the Simplified by Emily Lay Wellness Journal. I'm actually planning on doing a bigger review of that product, but it's on its way to me right now, so I can't give you specifics about the paper and the way it looks, but it is a journal with six months worth of pages, and the way the layout looks to me is that even if not every section is labeled specifically for the things you mentioned, there's enough flexibility that I think you could include those things. So I think this would be a great option that has workout space. You could repurpose some space to do food intake. Definitely habit trackers are built in there. And it would be a separate wellness book that would be apart from your regular planner. So there wouldn't be pressure to incorporate goal setting or to-dos. So that might be what you're looking for. Another option, which is a little bit outside of the box and would require you writing some things in on your own, but which did occur to me, is, I don't know if you remember, the End Studium, that's ampersand sign Studium, study planner that I mentioned a ways back. Now, I know you're like, study planner? Why would that be a wellness planner? But this planner does have an incredibly flexible amount of layouts, and it's light, and it's compact, and there's both daily pages and weekly pages. 
And to me, I could easily envision these layouts being repurposed entirely for wellness. You could use the section that has a timetable to track your sleep and time moving and steps and things like that. You could use the lines in the the main portion to track your food intake and any other habit trackers. And then there are weekly layouts where you could plan out your workouts, plan out your meals, track different things. I think this would actually lend itself really well to being repurposed into a wellness type journal, even though it is labeled a study planner. And that, just to remind you all, can be found, it probably is found in other places as well, but I got mine through Honeypress, the small online shop based in North Carolina, honeypress.nc, and she sells them, I believe, for $30, and they have a quarter's worth of pages, and they are just lovely little books. So that would be another option if you wanted something that wasn't outright a wellness journal, but I think could be one very well. All right. I have another question that came in actually just this morning, and it says, "I." this comes from Nicole. I am a mom of two very active kids with activities galore. Isn't it wonderful that they're able to do activities galore again? I really kind of miss that. I currently use Google Calendar because it syncs the activities from each app into the calendar. I love the idea of having a paper planner, but I would like one where I can track daily who is where at what time. This way, I can see what help I need from the babysitter, etc., I'd also love some space for meal planning, tracking workouts, etc. So I had two ideas for you to check out, Nicole. I mean, there are many, many ideas, by the way. Whenever I throw out ideas, you all are welcome to chime in because I'm not kidding. There are probably a thousand or more brands of different planners, and I feel like there are more and more every day. So I'm familiar with a handful of brands, and I keep trying to stay up to date with more, but by no means am I a repository of every layout out there. However, the two that came to my mind right away were Plum Paper, and actually I will say that Purple Trail seems to have a lot of layouts that are similar to Plum Paper, but the layout in particular that you might like from Plum Paper is kind of a box grid type of a situation, kind of similar to what you've seen maybe in some teacher planners where the days of the week are along the top and along the left are different rows essentially, which lead to boxes and the rows can be labeled anything you want. So you could have a row for one kid. You could have a row for your workout. You could have a row for your meal plan. You could have a row for your to-dos. So that would be a really easy way to see what is going on with each kid, maybe even a row for the babysitter. So I think that would be a great option. And as I mentioned, Plum Paper is where I've seen that the most commonly. They also have great price points and a lot of customization available. Purple Trail is another company that I've seen a lot of layouts similar to Plum Paper. So you may want to check that out if you've tried Plum Paper and find that the paper is too slippery for you because that is my personal issue with Plum Paper. That said, there are so many diehard Plum Paper fans, so you also may find that you love it. So that would be one to give a try. There's another brand called Mom Agenda that I feel like was quiet for a while, but has come back with some great offerings. And their planners are specifically designed to address the needs of a busy parent, I guess specifically a mom, because it is called Mom Agenda. And these have a similar layout where there's like a row for each child. And so this may also have some built-in content more around like work slash home types of stuff, addressing the needs of many moms. So I, again, I've never seen or held one of those in person, but I love how they look online and I love the mission of the company. So that's another really nice option to check out. So hopefully you'll have to come back and let us know what you end up choosing. All right, we're going to take a 
Quick break from a few words from our sponsor today, and we're going to be right back. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, I am back and I'm going to mention a few things coming up. So the first thing is that we are moving, not the podcast, but like myself, I'm personally moving. My family is moving. We're not moving very far. We're actually just moving kind of down the street within our same neighborhood, but we are moving, which means there are like 9 million things added to my to-do list, which... I am sort of unfamiliar with and which are new. So they, they're taking up a lot of brain space and I'm trying to figure out how to best organize this. Right now, I'm using Apple Notes, just kind of in a checklist style. And my husband came up with a brilliant idea today that we should use a shared note. He actually likes to use the app called OneNote from Microsoft to track everywhere our address needs to change. So if we ever move in the future, we have an easy list to just check them all off. I have a feeling if I search, there might be kind of a compiled list of somebody else's everywhere address needs to change, which might spark a nice list for me. But that's something that we are going to do. I also wonder, some people have brought up Todoist and how there's built-in templates. I wonder if there's a Todoist moving template. Because clearly, this is a process many people do 
all the time. It's like one of those things where you feel like you're reinventing the wheel and starting from scratch every time you do it. But really, it's a very stereotyped list of things that you have to do when one is moving. You have to get your mortgage. You have to get an inspection. You have to get your insurance set up, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to see if someone has actually done a little bit of the homework for me so I could use a Todoist template for this. So I will have to update you later on how our moving is going and perhaps adjacent, planner adjacent, to how future organizing endeavors are going. And speaking of organized, this is a non-sponsored mention, although I think this show is sponsored by the same company, but I just invested in the Organize 365 All Access program in particular because, number one, I'm feeling more and more motivated to organize my space now that we're moving into a new one, but also because I'm super excited. They have something called a household reference binder where you basically put all of the things related to your home. And I have never had a one place to keep all that. And I've never really been super organized about all the things related to my home space, probably because we moved around a lot. And also because it's kind of been a diffusion of responsibility between myself and my husband. But I'm really, really excited to set that up and just kind of start from scratch and Hopefully we'll settle into our house for a long time and that reference will just be for us and we won't have to move anytime in the future. So we're really, really excited about that. Finally, I know the holidays are coming up and I'm not going to do a whole shopping list type of an episode, I don't think. I've been getting kind of tired of those lists of affiliate links, I gotta say. But one thing that caught my eye today as I was doing a little bit of online browsing was the Archer and Olive Holiday Box. So I got an email from them. I think it's called like Bright and Messy, like instead of, or Messy and Bright instead of Merry and Bright, because there's some tape flags in there that apparently kind of fall out and make your package a little bit messy. And because of that, they reduce the price. But the insides of the box look really, really intriguing. There's a very beautiful neon green notebook. I just love the vibrant color. There's new gel pens that they're releasing. There's some colorful washi tape and other really good fun stuff. So if you're thinking about getting some gifts over and done with for planner loving friends, this is maybe a product that you might want to look into. I don't think they will have sold out by the time this airs. Although this does come out after Black Friday, so maybe a lot of your shopping will have been done by the time this is coming out. All right, I think that's pretty much all I had to tell you for today. Again, a little bit of a shorter episode, but I will be back with much, much more next week as I've seen a lot of really fun planner things cross my radar that I want to share with you. Oh, and public service announcement. I was on another podcast recently, and I think you would really enjoy the interview. I'm not plugging myself so much as the podcast host. So I was on the podcast called 10 Things to Tell You which is hosted by Laura Tremaine. She's a writer and a blogger for many, many years. And she had me organize my podcast episode into 10 things to tell you about planners and planning. And boy, did I have fun with that prompt. So we had some great conversations. And I think if you're a fan of the show that you might really enjoy that episode. So I will link to that in the show notes as well. All right, have a wonderful week getting back to work, back to it. Just a few more weeks until the holidays arrive and a fresh new year. So I hope you have a wonderful one. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.